You're listening to Speak Loud, resilient stories of triumph and hope, helping you to turn your past into fuel for your best future. Here's your host, founder of the 501c3 Share, providing resource and support for trauma victims, and a survivor herself, Tiffany Barnes. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Speak Loud podcast. As always, I'm your host, Tiffany Barnes, and thank you for joining me here today. I am super pumped about this guest. I reached out, found him on a a platform and said, oh my gosh, your story is incredible. What you have to offer for people who may have been through traumatic experiences is amazing. And I really can't wait to dive into some of the modalities that he has to share and also just his story and his journey. Um, He comes from a land far and wide. I believe he's in Peru. Is that correct, Michael? That is correct. I'll give you a quick look behind at the Andean Mountains. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. I didn't even notice that was a window behind you. That's incredible. Wow. I love that. Okay, so I have Michael Thornhill. And he's uh, joining me, not in studio. Obviously, I said he's in Peru. He is the co-founder of Casa Galactica. I love that name. And as I mentioned, that is located in Peru. He is a traditionally trained plant spirit healer, a professional channel, and an advocate for trauma-informed care. He's recovering from addiction, trauma, and abuse. And that has been a big part of his journey in healing. He now dedicates his life to helping others heal themselves. And just in case you're wondering what Casa Galactica is, they offer ayahuasca healing and evolution retreats, online private sessions, and group programs for dedicated inner truth seekers and multidimensional healers. I can't wait to hear more about that because as you guys know, I've touched on this on other episodes. Ayahuasca has been calling me for some years now, so I can't wait to hear more about that side of things, but again, also the journey that Michael has taken to get him to where he is today. So without further ado, Michael, what are you here to speak loud about? Well, thank you so much. I'm really, really grateful to be here. I am here to speak loud about trauma-informed care in addition to the power of plant medicines. And when those two are combined, how that can transform years of suffering and abuse in an empowering, safe environment to help step you onto the path of what you're here to do. And I've got news for you. It might not just be healing from trauma. There might be more to your life than just healing through the pain and the suffering. And that's been my journey. And I tell you, I thought it was never going to stop. And of course, I'm still healing. Of course, I'm still growing. But really, what I want to say is that there's so much more to your life just waiting for you to step through that door. And that's what I'm here to speak loud about. I'm glad you said that because I literally just did an episode last week that I released on it's okay to be a work in progress. And you kind of said that there in your introduction that you're still healing, you're still working on yourself and it's not always a rainbows and roses thing, right? We always are moving in a forward momentum, hopefully towards that healing journey. So take me on your journey. I know you've been through, obviously I just mentioned some addiction, you've been through some trauma, some abuse. We don't want to dive too deep too much into the dark. We want to stick into the light, but I do want you to talk about some of your journey in that kind of take us back in the past into how did you find yourself in addiction? Is it because of your trauma? Was it a childhood trauma situation? Kind of lead us down that path a little bit, if you would. Yeah. So for me, 
addiction was a big part of my life from probably around about 10, 11, 12 years old, started smoking, weed, uh, drinking, and to kind of like be concise with it through some different ups and downs, then started getting into hard drugs, partying, DJing, um, as I was kind of in my kind of 20s and, and late teens. And that just really consist- continued into my late 20s. And the kind of addictions got worse. The highs got less high. The lows got lower. And after my mother passed away, I really decided to take a look at my life because I saw death in the face. And I was just like, uh, the way I'm going, I'm not going to live a long, healthy life. So it started. I started to grow up a little bit and started working with uh, meditation, uh, then with a sound healer. And then I found ayahuasca. And I heard that ayahuasca was really amazing to to help with addiction. So I thought, I'll, I'll try anything. I'll, I'll go for this. Went on an incredible story of uh, healing and awakening where I was able to see the root cause of the addictions really being summarized as a lack of unconditional love, trying to, trying to synthetically create that. Subsequently, living a life, working in a job and an environment in the rat race that was really just out of alignment with my soul's purpose. And then I took a journey through to India, Nepal, learning Reiki and yoga, and then found myself in Peru going into the jungle for three months to work with more ayahuasca and study with indigenous teachers, learning how to facilitate ayahuasca ceremonies, going deeper into my own healing experience. And then through that process, really uncovering the real depths of trauma, of abuse, uh, ritual abuse, sexual abuse, PTSD, that were really undiagnosed at the heart of those addictions. And they weren't being treated. So every time I would stop trying to be addicted to things, I would just kind of fall back because we weren't looking at what the root cause and plant medicines heal us at the root cause, enable us to liberate ourselves from that, the, the bondage of suffering that we may have incarnated into and really find true freedom, not just saying no, but find that liberation that enables us to live our life full of joy. I'm happily married. We run our business um, retreat center, Casa Galactica together and have this incredible life that I never, ever thought was available to me. So that's really been that journey for me and plant medicine has been a really big part of that. I'm very grateful. So when did that aha moment happen for you when you said, okay, I'm going to end up dead if I stay on this path? How many years ago was that? That was probably around about six, seven years ago. Okay. So you've done a lot in these last six or seven years, as far as your healing goes. So you start and you, um, you're going into the Reiki side of things you do. How did you get introduced into the plant medicine? When I was in Berlin, where I was living and running a company at the time, I was introduced by the sound healer to ayahuasca. She mentioned about it. And I did some research and I managed to find a ceremony there in Germany where I was living at the time. And I went to this weekend retreat and then I had this very, very powerful awakening. Yet there was something about the place and the setting, the setting that I was at that I knew that if I really wanted to go deeper with this, then I should go to where uh, ayahuasca originates from, or at least one of the places where ayahuasca originates to go to Peru to find out where this beautiful medicine originated from. So that's how I was introduced. And there was just something deep inside me calling that I just said, I got to go to Peru. I've got to go deeper with this and I've got to go more into my own trauma in a way that it's not going to necessarily happen overnight. I knew that I was just starting this journey and I knew that if I kind of didn't really follow that path anymore, I knew that my old life would swallow me back up again and I just fall back into the old patterns of behavior. So yeah, I went full into Peru. I've been living in Peru for five and a half years now. And yeah, this is our beautiful home. Very grateful to be here. 
Oh, that's amazing. So I have heard that about Peru. That's where it's it's come from. And it's a root and a vine, right? And that's what makes ayahuasca or kind of go deeper into that for those who might not know what it is. I've done a ton of research on it. It's calling me, as I've mentioned, and it just kind of fell into my lap, much as it did for you. And it's interesting how your spirit guides or universe or whatever it is source that you believe in that, that kind of unites you with it and starts to realize I've, I've been starting to realize, OK, this is something I need to explore. I've never done it yet, but definitely looking to do so. So um, tell us, what is ayahuasca? So ayahuasca is the ayahuasca vine and the leaves of the chacruna plant. So the chacruna being a high DMT concentration plant and the vine is an MAOI inhibitor amongst other things. But this MAOI inhibition means that the DMT contained within the chacruna leaf, when they're mixed together, when you orally ingest the ayahuasca brew, it means that the DMT is not reabsorbed into the body, which means that you're able to go into a deeper DMT journey with the plant medicines. And these these ceremonies last anywhere from kind of three to six hours and the veil of illusion dissolves and you're able to go very deep into the past to reframe trauma, heal events, repress memories that may have experienced in your life purge toxic emotions, situations, be able to heal yourself, forgive yourself, forgive others, and then also connect to a deeper aspect of your multidimensional self, connect and communicate with plant spirits, your spirit team, and then also begin to recognize yourself as the one infinite creator. And this is a kind of whole kind of, uh, I would say like a double helix of kind of going in and out of kind of healing deeper trauma, recognizing the infinite consciousness, going deeper down into that, and ultimately finding more liberation and freedom for the truth of who you are just to shine and step forth. Now in Peru, where this originates from, from the Peruvian Amazon, where we actually lived and worked for an extended period of time, we actually now live in the Andean Mountains, which is kind of close to Machu Picchu, if you want to visualize that. It's just a really beautiful place to be, and it's really inviting. And it's also quite nice for people who've also been through deeper levels of trauma that you don't have to go all the way into the jungle down the boat for two hours to be able to have the experience of, of healing with us. But Peru has completely legalized it's legal in 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 peru so if you're in a situation in other countries that you might not be able to drink that medicine in a legal way one of the reasons that we're based here is that ayahuasca is part of the national heritage and it's actually it's you know it's 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 encouraged here in that sense and way it's nothing there's nothing it's you know it's protected in that sense and way so they've been doing this for thousands of years in peru would you say yes yes this is in peru the knowledge and the wisdom from the plant medicines has not been has not been lost in the way that it has in many Western parts of the world where different indigenous cultures have been kind of wiped out or different lineages are no longer taught. So when we went into the Amazon rainforest and studied and worked, we were able to get access to the wisdom from the teachers that we were working with at that period of time that take the technologies of the ayahuasca ceremonies, the ayahuasca plants and other plant medicines. And then we've been able to incorporate that into the work that we do in a trauma-informed way that kind of bridges the world between the shamanic worlds of kind of the deep Amazonian wisdom, but context in a way that's empowering and trauma-informed that really fits with people with the Western mindset and traumas that we've all experienced in many different ways growing up in the Western world. 
Sure. So let's say somebody tuning in is saying, oh, my gosh, that scares me. I've never done a quote unquote drug. Not to say this is a drug, but I think when people hear DMT, they might think, oh, I'm going to trip out. And what if some, you know, I go down this hole and all these negative feelings come up? Is that something that could happen? And if so, how is that controlled in these ceremonies? Absolutely. Great question. Yes. Firstly, the plant medicines that we work with, we do not describe them as drugs. Something like a drug I would call as a pharmaceutical or a recreational drug. We, we call these plant medicines because they are medicinal in the sense that they help us heal. The difference that I often state to state between a recreational drug and a plant medicine is that drugs are often something that we do to escape our lives. And mm-hmm. then plant medicines are often something that causes us to look more deeply and close to it. So as you mentioned, that can be quite tough. You know, perhaps we might have seen something from our childhood that we repressed or we were bullied or even the way that we acted and behaved in certain different relationships or how we were when we were younger or other different traumas that may arise. When we come face to face with that, that can be quite difficult. So for anyone who's embarking on a plant medicine experience or journey, especially with us, we're very, very much about finding out what your intention is for that journey. We have a whole preparation process that makes sure that you're able to safely ingest these plant medicines that there's no medical or psychological contraindications. We have a full preparation process where we give you so much information on the front end that you're really able to make a trauma and informed choice about if this is right for you. And if for some reason we feel like this might be something that's not right for you, we'll also say that we work with people in online and also help people go through different preparation steps so that perhaps somewhere down the line in the future, it might be a more suitable option for one. So we do ceremonies that we're just four people. So we do very small, intimate ceremonies with just four participants. And it's my wife, Jamie, and I, who were both trained in the Neuerau lineage of the Corinderismo, which is basically means we've studied and trained and, and worked in this setting from studying in the Shipibo tradition. But our work has evolved beyond that to incorporate compassion, unconditional love, non-dual teachings or kind of Eastern philosophies, if you will, and trauma-informed care, which means that we're able to take people through these journeys who might have experienced deep levels of PTSD, trauma, abuse, in a way that people are able to be held through this experience so that people are not necessarily needing to be re-traumatized. You don't have to re-traumatize yourself to work with plant medicines, yet it can happen. If you're in large groups, if you're in places that don't acknowledge trauma in the way that necessarily that we do, or have such an emphasis on trauma-informed care, you can find yourself going into a plant medicine journey and then become face-to-face with these repressed traumas. And then if the facilitators or the the businesses or or the, the tribes or wherever you are in that sense, don't know how to help you integrate that experience or hold you safely through that process, then it can be quite scary. It can be re-traumatized in that sense. So trauma-informed care in the way that we work really ensures that you're able to go through these journeys in a safe, responsible way. It doesn't mean that difficult things aren't going to come up. It means that you're not going to face them on your own. And it means that you're going to be able to integrate, put those pieces of the puzzle together so that you integrate and go forth in your life, releasing those things that no longer serve you with a deep understanding of what has occurred and then able to implement that into lifelong changes in your life to become more aware and incorporating that unconditional love and embody the truth of who you are. So obviously there's not a one size fits all on this. There's not going to be like one session and all of a sudden all this goes away. And obviously everybody's got different levels of trauma as well. So how do you identify how many sessions somebody needs to do? Is this something that you need to wait periods of time before you do another session? How does that work? 
Yeah, absolutely. Great question, Tiffany. So our 10-day ayahuasca healing and evolution retreats here in PSAC in the Sacred Valley of Peru are over 10 days, but we have four ayahuasca ceremonies within that period of time. And we find that that's a, a really good amount. It's a solid amount of ceremonies to be able to work through whatever intention it is that you're coming down to, to heal and evolve with us. So we do work with other plant medicines that are non-psychoactive, like different saunas, different tonics that help the nervous system heal, different uh, cleanses for the body that help to create an optimum environment for healing. But then plus we have one-on-one sessions, plus we have a load of different channeled workshops and other integrative therapies that help make you get the most out of those ayahuasca ceremonies. So we don't need to do ayahuasca every night. It's not, it's not like that. It's then it's also, we don't want to just necessarily do one. Although of course people do sometimes who are in the local area, just do a ceremony with us from time to time. But the real optimum healing environment, what we've designed is this program over 10 days for healing and evolution is designed to catalyze your life for the next 10 years. And you can take those messages. You can take that wisdom, that, that cleaning, that cleansing, and you can integrate that for many years after working with us for just one retreat. Of course, at the point where you're feeling like you're ready to go deeper, then you can also return in whatever way or capacity that you feel fit. So does it work in a way just, and I'm asking this from some of the things that I've seen in my research is um, the first ceremony is going to be a lesser dose or lesser amount of the brew that you're going to take, right? To kind of see how it reacts with you. And then your next ceremonies, you can bump that up. Is that how that goes? It's, it's, yes, in a sense and essence. And now caveat, if someone's drinking and going to an ayahuasca retreat, not all ayahuasca retreats work like that. That right. many people will just give you a full cup and you can be overdosed with ayahuasca and it's not necessarily to go into that experience. So as intuitive mediums of channels, Jamie and I, we will intuitively dose on the first ceremony what we feel intuitively with your higher self is the first dosage for you to take. And yes, in the first ceremony, we err on the side of caution so that you can become aware of how that medicine reacts with you. Plus, we also give an opportunity for everyone to drink two times within the ceremony. So you can take a little bit to start and then you can have a little bit more a little bit later. You also never have to drink everything that we give you. You can decide even if you're putting the cup to your mouth, actually, uh, I just decided I only want half of what you've dosed me. So you're in control of that process of how much you ingest the whole way through. And we'll talk with you to collaborate with you saying after the first ceremony, so you drank about a half a cup on the first ceremony. The second ceremony, would you like a little bit more? Or would you like a little bit less? So then you're in control sure. of that process. And that's really important part of the trauma-informed care that we offer. I love that. And I also love that you have other aspects of Casa Galactica. It's not just come and do a ceremony. There's a dieta, it sounds like, that's happening. You know, you're making sure that the right foods are going into your body. And then it sounds like there's there's got to be some detoxing, of course, as well. What if somebody comes in and they're addicted to pain pills or they have an addiction to alcohol or or marijuana or whatever the case may be, right? So there's probably got to be a period of time before you have that first ceremony to make sure, ensure rather, that their body is still not dependent on those substances. Would that be correct? Absolutely. And I know we don't have a whole bunch of time to go into the full depths of that. But if you visit our website at casagalactica.com, we have medical guidelines, we have the diet guidelines. You can have that all see there at our website, which basically explains why we do this, how you do this. And of course, then if you come and decide that you want to do a, a retreat with us, as part of the preparation call that we do after you fill out your health and wellness form, we outline to you 
hey, if you want to come and do a retreat, you know, you're not going to be able to take this pharmaceutical. You're going to have to go and talk with your doctor to see if that's safe for you to come off that pharmaceutical for this period of time. And it's kind of like, yeah, you're not going to be drinking alcohol for a couple of weeks before. You're not going to be smoking marijuana for a couple of weeks before. We just outline that so that we can create a blank canvas for you to be able to receive the plant medicines and then to be able to go through that deep process of inner and outer evolution. I will be truthful here. So the one thing that's held me back from diving in and doing my first ceremony is I know I have years and years of shit in my subconscious. You know, I'm 40 years old and I know that there's still tapes playing in my subconscious of things that have happened to me when I was seven, eight, nine. And so I think when I ask that question, as far as like, what if those things resurface? I'm just concerned about that because Obviously, I don't want to go through it again, but I like that you hold a safe space for people. So if they do, that does surface back up, right? Because you do need to purge it, so to speak. You have the right people in place and the right knowledge and the right training in place to help guide someone through that. Because sometimes you have to, we're like onions, right? We're, we have so many layers to us. And sometimes in the center of that, that onion is a lot of darkness, but there's also a lot of light at the end because I've seen that too. I have a, a lot of friends that have done ayahuasca and it's so interesting. Even just the whites of their eyes after they've gone through ceremonies is like the brightest white and you can just see their faces like a whole weight has been lifted off of them. Just physically looking at a person, you can see an enormous change or see that they've healed something tremendous inside of them. So I don't know why I'm really necessarily saying that, but I, I guess maybe I'm just putting that out there for the audience because maybe they're thinking the same thing. Um, that's been a little bit of my apprehension, but I'm also really, really excited to have the healing and get to the other side too, because I've seen what it's done for people around me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's many different fears that will come up for anyone who's embarking on a journey. First is like, well, I'm going to go to Peru or I'm going to go and get on a plane, go to a strange country. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to, you know, put my life really in the hands of these people that I don't really know. And we're yeah. going to go through to deeper places about myself that I don't even really know. And I'm going to share this and it's going to come up. So there's, there's obviously that's a big, that's a big undertaking to take. So, which is why that all of the focus that we have is on unsafety, transparency, integrity, trauma-informed care. And that really begins with just a first conversation because we offer a free 30-minute consultation to everyone who was interested, but then can just contact us for our website. And they can then just say, hey, I'm interested in coming. These are my fears are coming up. I'm not sure if it's for me. Can we talk about that? And then we'll just reflect back to you and enable you to make your own decision. All we're here that. to do is provide you with as much information as you can to make an informed choice for what it is for you. In my own experience, even though that I've definitely gone through some tough experiences with ayahuasca in, in plant medicine ceremony, I can guarantee you that it's always been worth it, even though it's been tough. And I can also say the difference is I've been in tough ayahuasca ceremonies where I've been like participating in ayahuasca ceremonies when I first started with ayahuasca and I've been left alone. People have not been able to handle the amount of trauma that's been coming up for me. They've not been able to help me to integrate that. And it's just kind of just been brushed to the side. And that oh, was wow. re-traumatizing for me. Right. Now, simultaneously, I've been in ceremonies where we've just participated, not when we're holding space for people, but Jamie and my wife and I, and we've done some, you know, when we're doing our, our own healing work and we've decided to do private ceremonies for ourselves, 
I've had ceremonies that have been absolutely, you know, really going deep into some of the darkest stuff of the the ritual abuse, the sexual abuse, the PTSD. And that's like, it's really deep down and dark. And I've come through that process and it's been terrifying as those memories of those terrifying things for me have come up. But being held by Jamie through that process, being able to be coached through that, having someone on the other side as we're going through that healing process, I come out and like you say, you feel like a different person. And it's like, oh my gosh, I was carrying all of that. So then I come out and it's like, what else am I carrying? Am I ready to go again? And obviously you don't have to keep going. It's just a black point. But the point is that in a trauma-informed space, it takes account that anything or anything may have happened to you. It's not your fault. You're already holding whole and complete. And whatever arises for you, we're going to be there for you 24-7 if necessary. Our house where I'm in right now is just right next door to the retreat center. We have walkie-talkies in everyone's room. So if you go back to your room and even if you think that everything's kind of finished and you kind of find yourself getting a little bit scared or something, we'll be straight back over. After the ceremony's finished, we always sit around, have different teas, some food and fruit or soup, and we help everyone integrate until everyone's in that point where everyone feels like they've made sense about that and they're ready to be able to get rest. There's nothing rushed about the whole process. We're there for you as long as it takes. If you're up all the way through the night, we're there with you. If you need us in that extra care and attention, we're here to help you. That's our utmost passion to hold space for you in that way, which really for me, we just have such a confidence through helping so many people through these different processes going through so many processes in our own healing journey that whatever arises, if it's unconditionally loved, it will heal. Right. How many of these ceremonies have you performed so far at Casa Galactica? Oh, we're kind of getting into <laughs> quite a lot of numbers. Ceremonies <laughs> that I've probably been facilitating holding in total is probably in the region around about 70 or 80. Nice. Okay. Very cool. I know that I'm interested in it. I guess we. I don't want to necessarily talk price points, but on your website, does it have some pricing on there or is that something you talk one-on-one with somebody about? No, the pricing is very transparent and clear. For attendant, we have two different prices. We have one for a room that has a private balcony and then we have rooms that don't have private balcony, but they're all very spacious, have their um, queen beds, really comfy mattresses, platform beds and little desk and nice windows. And the 10-day all-inclusive cost, including the food, the pickup from the airport, the whole process, all of the pre-care, the aftercare, the integration, the online sessions, all of the different alternative activities and the ceremonies and the food and the lodging is $3,250. And that's wow. for a full 10-day full experience. It doesn't include your flights. Right. So the flights is something that to have a part. And then we also provide as well for people who want to stay and explore the area after the retreat. We also provide additional accommodation at an extra cost and sightseeing activities and Machu Picchu and things like that if people want to extend their stay. I've heard that Machu Picchu has, well, really just Peru in general, as you've kind of mentioned, has such a vibrance to it. It's almost like Sedona, Arizona is kind of the best way I can put it. It's got some some sort of a vibration to it that's just really um, life-changing for people. So that's really incredible. And $3,200, that's really not much to change your your whole perspective on life and really heal that inner child and do the work. I mean, really, that's, that's an amazing price. So thank you for being transparent and sharing that. So if somebody is listening to this and they said, they say, I want to explore this a little further, or I want to talk specifically with you, Michael, how would somebody get in touch with you? I know you gave the website. Do you also have social media handles where people can maybe follow some of your journeys of what you've done for other people, uh, testimonials or anything like that that you provide? Where can somebody find that? 
Everything is available via our website. It is casagalactica.com, where we have video testimonials, we have written testimonials, and we have really thorough, in-depth information about what that whole journey looks like from start to finish, what from the preparation through to the integration. We also have on our growth portal many of the different podcasts and conversations talking about things similar to this and in some of the other work that we offer. We consciously don't have social media. We stopped our social media accounts about three years ago and we just brought everything into our website. So we invite you also just to sign up to our newsletter because that's where we share a lot of this different information and content. And if you do so as well, you'll get a whole bunch of free goodies in your inbox, a free trauma healing workshop, a five-hour fundamentals, a trauma healing workshop with the multidimensional healing ceremony, a beginner's that guidebook to strengthening your intuition, and then 20% off on your online sessions with us to begin with. So casagalactica.com is where you can find us. I please as I am continuing to speak loud here, and I really mean it. If you want to talk to myself or Jamie, you can send us a message via our website. You can go ahead straight away and book a free 30-minute consultation. And we just really love to connect with you and just talk about it. Even if you're just kind of like feeling feeling it out, and even if you're not really sure, we just we really love to have conversations with people and just allow you to have all the information that you need to make informed decisions about your own healing and evolution. I love that. Yeah, I guess selfishly, I focus so much on the ayahuasca, but you do offer so many other things, as I mentioned in your your intro. So I love that you have the workshops as well and, and other aspects to help just as a general. Um, that's really awesome. So I want to ask a couple more things before we end here. The first thing I want to ask is, I'm, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm still going to ask, what makes you feel the most empowered? I feel just being with my wife, Jamie. Yeah. She's so empowering. I, I would think too, just seeing a change in people when they from when they come to when they leave has got to be really empowering, right? To see that in their journey. I think it's empowering for them. I, I would say for me, the process of what when I feel empowered, I would really just say I think I'm just gonna stick with being my wife, Jamie, because she makes me feel empowered. That's my, awesome. the work that I do in terms of when people work with me, I really feel like people come away feeling empowered. But for people, the person who makes me feel the most empowered is definitely my wife and co-founder of Casa Galactica, Jamie. Oh, I love that. What do you know for sure? It's all going to be okay. Yes. It's all going to be okay. It really is. And I have to remind myself of that. And every time <laughs> it comes up, it's just like, it's all going to be okay. Especially when the world's swirling around and all things yeah. are going on. It's just like, come back to, it's all going to be okay. What are you hoping the audience is going to take away from today's episode? What I would like to hopefully have transmitted here is that there are different options for you to be able to heal yourself. And there are things and experiences which can occur with plant medicines that are not explainable by the logic or rational mind, that are not necessarily mainstream, that you may have been told well, you're just going to have to control your anger your whole life, or you must have to just think that you're going to have to just say no to drugs and alcohol and have a good willpower. What plant medicines are able to do is able to transform trauma situations at the root cause, which actually means that you're actually no longer angry or you're no longer craving drugs. So it's actually that you shift and transform. And that's something that's not really in the mainstream because for someone to have those experiences through trauma healing work, it may take decades. It may take decades of meditation or other things like that to be able to get close to what's available with plant medicines. Now, when you combine that with a trauma-informed environment, 
when you combine that with different trauma-informed spiritual practices and the empowering teachers which we offer at Casa Galactica, it enables you to take whatever has occurred as that catalytic plant medicine experience and then apply it to your own life at home and continue to grow. So you don't have to keep drinking plant medicines to keep going through that process. But what you're able to get in those 10-day experiences with us is you're able to transform decades of trauma and then set yourself up to have decades of evolution on the other side of that. And it's just very powerful. And yeah, I'm very grateful to be here. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I think it's very attractive uh, as far as my view because of the what your life can be after. Finding that true joy and that true happiness. I mean, I look at you, the audience can't see you. I don't uh, release the video, but I can see you and you're a glowing person. Like literally, you just are a light in this world. I can see it just by looking at you. And I think that's something that all of us are are striving to be as well. So uh, yeah, really intriguing stuff here. And I really appreciate you coming on the show. I want to ask you one more question though, before we get on to the 20 question segment here. And I feel it's one of the most important questions. So who is Michael Thornhill? Who is Michael Thornhill? I am a little boy from North Wales who had experienced a lot of devastating trauma, lost sight of the magic in the universe, got heavily depressed, anxious, thought about killing myself many times, and then found a little spark and hope of light. And I began to follow it down the dark passages of the world. And it brought me all the way here. And I met my wife, Jamie, and she ignited that along with me in the work that we do in service to others. And I can see that little scared boy is just transformed into a very passionate and compassionate man who is here to help others recognize that you don't have to do this alone, that we all have that light inside and I want to help you find it. Mm. I love this. I love it so much. That's so awesome. Again, thank you. Thank you. Like you're just such an incredible person. I'm very honored that you uh, spent time with me here today. So let's end it on a little bit more of a lighthearted note. Not that we talked about anything too heavy, but I always like to end with what I call 20 questions. So if you will choose a number between one and 20. Five, please. Number five, who are the three people who have influenced your life the most? Wow. Okay. I'm just going to go for this quick fire. I would say Jamie, my wife, as you've already already recognized that was coming, had a very amazing trauma uh, therapist uh, called Paul. And who would be the third one? It's difficult to say the third one. Um, I maybe would say that I'm going to hold space for that third one to come in this year. Okay. The few things that popped up, a few things that popped up, it wasn't, no one was taking the mantle. So I'm going to go forth <laughs> with that, looking for the third. Okay. I love that. Yeah. You're still a work in progress, right? So somebody could definitely come into your life and really influence you. I'm, I've got the third one. The third one is my grandparents. My grandparents who looked after me when my mother is in hospital and I grew up with them a lot. So definitely my my grandparents, Jean mm. and Les Roberts. 
Awesome. My grandmother had a great impact on my life as well. So I can resonate with that tremendously. Speaking of, if this episode resonated with you, or this is something, again, you want to explore on your own, be sure to reach out to Michael, explore the website, just have a conversation, even if you have some fears, as I've already mentioned uh, uh, for myself, and just see if this is something that would work for you and might be one of the modalities that could truly help you in your healing journey. In addition to that, you guys know this is my labor of love. I don't have sponsors. This is something I just do because I genuinely just want to help people who've been through trauma like myself. So if you do me a favor, if you're tuning in today, if this is your first time ever listening, just rate and review uh, and share this with somebody you think might take something from it. And as always, you are worthy. You are enough. And keep on shining your light. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Speak Loud. If this message resonated with you, please feel free to share it with anyone you feel could use the support. To find out more information about SHARE, our movement, and to join the cause, please visit sharethemovement.org. Until next time.